Hello listeners, Shadow of the Demon Lord is a grimdark horror game, and as such we'll deal with intense horror material. This is not intended for all listeners, and listener discretion is advised. Thank you. Hello and welcome to a Paradise Lost podcasting channel. My name is Christina, and I am your editor for this twisting tale. The storyteller for this dark campaign is Tyler. In this episode, the group deals with the mud and tough decisions. People reunite, and we all learn a little more about what the heck has been going on here. So get ready for our final episode of Shadow of the Demon Lord, A Fading Light. Episode 9, Lifting of the Veil. You goons get back to tromping down this, this bog. And since it is a bog, you notice that in the next patch, the ground gets very soft and squishy. Boots are stuck. The squelching noise is every step, and it becomes a very hard to traverse. I swear to God, Tyler, if you make me lose my new fucking shoes, I will fucking drive down there. <laughs> that was the no, plan all along. You do certainly get some mud on your new shoes, though. As you expected, it going into a bog. That's fine. I don't want to lose my new shoes that I certainly did not pay uh, at cost price for. As you all do march down the way, there is a sudden grunt as you see behind you that Clem seems to have tripped, catching a face full of mud. You yeah, right there, Clem? Yeah, I'm right. I just guess I just took the wrong step. I guess now they just get up, and there's a there's a squelching noise as his leg is pulled into the mud. I run over and try to grab him. Uh, cool. You fall and hit your face because you tried to run in deep mud. It takes all of you several minutes. So not minutes, but like it takes a while to get over there. As it seems to be, his leg is like caught on something. Uh, and he cannot seem to get out on his own. He's Shredder, no snack. Can you all go help him? Once I get up here, yeah. Uh, I- I'm assuming all of you kind of wake your way over there. Klein and, uh, and Terrius are both trudging their way over to him also. I'm gonna more keep lookout because I am not strong, so my help is not gonna be useful in this endeavor. Cool. There doesn't seem to be anything around. It just seems to be a guy with his foot stuck in the mud. I'm... I am also going to be keeping watch. Okay. Because I am not, uh... Like Pluck, I am not of the swole variety. Okay. Um, uh, let me get on top of, you, on top of your shoulders and we'll see if we can't form out that way. How the fuck is that good? That's not how, that's not how that's leverage not works. how that helps! Shredom is just going to look at Nosek as he flips his spear around to extend the uh, shaft, like the safe end, to uh, help pull our boy out of the mud. He's not like sinking into the mud. The mud around him isn't any more isn't any more safe or less safe than what he's stuck in. He just ha- can't get his leg out. Um, Karis kind of trudges forward as just fine, and they each grab, like, an arm or something and start pulling. 
Um, but even with Terrace's great strength and presumably Klein's fit nature, they can't seem to pull him free. Do you guys assist? Uh, I start. I get down and try to dig his foot out. Okay, uh, you certainly do that, and you begin. You get to like the ankle, and you pull. Uh, Shredder, are you helping pull? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna assist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, please make me strength rolls, both of you. Oof. Oh no. Oh no. Well, it's you know, Shredder like tries to like help with the spear and pull by that, but that's not really working. Doesn't really help. He has to like find something different to do. Just that kind of like gets the mud out from around his ankle and starts pulling. And you feel the foot kind of squelch out a little bit. But just as you start to see, like, the boot appear, four separate dull, gray, dead hands come up from the mud and grab him with the ankle, pulling back down again with a very fierce jerk. Grim starts screaming head. as he feels, like, his leg being pulled down. And there's a visible tug from everyone attached to that guy as something is yanking him down. Right, take hold of my axe and try to chop off one of the hands. Oh, the hands aren't visible anymore. They're in the mud. Uh, you can start chopping at the mud if you want, but you just might hit the guy's leg. Uh, no, no. Uh, I look up to, uh, look up to the guys. Do we want to say goodbye to the leg, or are we, what are we going to do here? They ignore you and just keep pulling. Uh, Terrius looks to you be like, just pull. And you I keep pull. They keep yanking, and it's a, f- a fierce tug of war for a second, and as Klim screams in pain. Um, occasionally, like, uh, Terrace will make, like, a careful stab into the mud to try to, like, get the hands back. But an, an unnatural strength these things are pulling with. It's hard to... It's hard to see who's even winning. This goes on for, like, minutes. This is a fierce battle. And you can hear the guy... Was hollering and, and it's clearly painful for him. But eventually, you guys wrench and wrench, and you think you're starting to feel the legs start to squelch out. I need one more strength roll from both of you, please. Wait, uh, would this be considered a challenge roll? Uh, yes. Cody, go ahead and add a boon onto that prayer. It doesn't matter. May as well give the boon to yourself. I mean, you, you're re-rolling, so... Oh, wait, no, you rolled another three. Wow. All right, guys. With one final heave, you start to feel the leg give more and more. You think you're there. You're almost there. With one final heave, you yank hard, and the leg begins to rise to the surface. But then you hear it. Ooh. He just... Ooh. More screams of agony with one final... As a mangled, clearly broken ankle gets pulled from the mud, one decapitated hand still attached to it, clenching fiercely. Clem is just absolutely wailing in pain. He, I can heal him. Get, get him dead, stable, I can heal him. Uh, you actually kind of get shoved out of the way as Ernest is there, trying to heal the leg. 
he's uh, very clearly nervous, telling his friend he's going to be okay. But, like, it's very clear that Clem cannot be consoled. He's just screaming in agony. Like, it's very clear that this isn't a broken bone. His bones mulch. Like, it's shattered. His ankle is, like, no more. Um, you may roll your heel if you'd like, Joe. Uh, light is light healing, so... Okay, that's, uh, that's noted. It's the, it's half of his healing rate. No, equal to his healing rate. Okay. This isn't really so much, like, a matter of hit points, and more of a matter of, like, just straight damage. This is a pretty major injury. Um... And uh, the doctor works on it for like. Reconstitute some of the bone. No such luck. This is a very severe injury. Like, if it was a broken bone, it could maybe knit them together. Uh, His bones paste. Like, his his entire, like, ankle, heel, uh, his Achilles tendon was in there. It's just, like, pasted. Like, his foot isn't hanging. Like, Like, his foot isn't, like, decapitated. But his that joint's basically just jelly. Oh, if, if, that, if that's what I'm saying, I don't think Nosek would have done it. But yeah, I guess yeah. Kind of, yeah. I, I guess I should have explained that better. I'm sorry. Um, but Ernest Ricardo is very rip. Like he's trying to like set what isn't there. He's almost not in the right state of mind. He's very very bothered. And eventually, Terrace kind of like puts a hand on his shoulder to like calm him, be like. Ernest, I think we have to let it go. And he's frantic, like, no, no, no. No, I can fix this. Just, just give me some time. We don't have time. We have to keep moving. And he, like, takes a squat down and looks to Clem and, like, kind of, like, shakes him to calm him. I think we have to take your leg. He starts flailing around again, like, very clearly bothered. And he looks to the doctor and talks finally. No, come on, just, 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 just. Set it. Just, just bandage it up. I'll be all right. Just <sighs> give me. Let me try. And he's very, but everyone's very clearly distraught by all this. Uh, Klein is weeping. He's like a gigantic mess because this is like his mentor. I'm a slap Klein. Get it together, man. <laughs> You've been waiting for that, haven't you? No, you just kind of brought it to me. Uh, question. With cure, it says it can uh, re- remove an impairment. Uh, storyteller-wise, this isn't something you can treat right now. Gotcha. Just bottom line. What about over time? Um, do any of you have any sort of medical knowledge? Not me. But I'm just asking for the... Uh, as a soldier, can I be in battlefield medicine? Uh, sure, you can roll it. No boon or bane, just roll it flat. The the most that I can uh, the most I can bid is uh, academic magic and to figure out if maybe this is possible. That's about the best I can do. Um, yeah, from from your knowledge of like battlefield knowledge and b- battlefield medicine, there is a significant chance that his leg is going to become infected and poison his blood. He's either going to get a fever and die, or he'll recover. Uh, but he will never have use of that leg again unless he, like, gets a new leg. Yeah, I imagine it's similar to taking a warhammer to the ankles. Yeah, it's... 
the safest bet would be to decapitate his would be to would be to cut off his leg, amputate his leg, and hope that he heals cleaner that way. Um, there is not an impossibility that he could. It's not impossible for him to heal, but um, in the event that he did, it would just, he would never have use of, proper use of that leg again. He'd be at the very best severely limping for the rest of his days. Worst case scenario, uh, his leg could just become gangrenous and die. And that's the that's if it, if it healed. It's Clem and Klein, right? Correct. And Klein is the young one, right? Yes. Alright. Uh, looking at the leg, uh, Shredham's gonna just, with no emotion or tone and tonality in his voice, Klein, take Clem back to town. He will rest and we will amputate there. Amputation in the field will provide a greater risk of infection. We need to continue with our mission objective. No. Terrace, like, looks to you and says, no. We, we don't, we need the manpower. And him and the doctor are kind of arguing back and forth. Um, Klein is just kind of distraught. Um, and eventually they kind of default to you all to decide what to do, since they can't come to an agreement. Oh, uh, but it's very clear that sending someone back to town is not an option. Either, like, they're gonna have to, like, the, the choice right now is basically, like, try to see if they can salvage his leg at some point and have him, like, soldier on. Or just cut his leg off and put him on some crutches. Best bet right now will probably be to cut the leg and put him on... Stop the movie and then put him on crutches. If you cut the leg now, he's going to be dragging that stump through the mud and mire of this bog. Not true. Not an infection. Not true. No. Um, if you cut it off at a certain point... It won't be, uh, wait, mm. I'm gonna look to Clem and Klein. More of the leg to make it. I'm gonna look to Clem and Klein and then shush shred him. Hey, uh, Klein, you ever, uh, you ever played in a three legged race? Uh, Klein is still inconsolable and not even able to, like, talk lucidly. He's a mess. He does not respond. Klein, it is time to man the fuck up. You are older than me and you are going to man the fuck up. Uh, Terrace kind of steps between you and, like, just stares at you really hard. This guy, this kid is very clearly, like, not in any position to, like, make any decisions or have a say in things. And, like, Terrace is kind of looking at you like, why are you, why are you berating this young kid? It's not. I'm not berating. Like, I, I just kind of look at Terrace and I'm like, uh, this isn't, your job is not to try to correct my guardsmen here. All we need is for you to decide what we're going to do. Make your decision now, or else we'll just have to leave. Cool. Then I think that the uh, I'm going to look to the rest of my group and be like, I think that the appropriate decision is to amputate the leg and have uh, Klein and Clem uh, pretend to be pretend to have a three-legged race at this point because I would rather have someone who could maybe get a peg leg at some point as a uh, as a guardsman as opposed to no guardsman I'm not saying not to amputate the leg I'm saying amputating the leg can wait an hour I'm saying right. that it can't because okay. the rest of them have said that it can't the longer more chance of infection as it stands if we let it sit I know there's a chance of infection 
if we were to amputate it here. But the good doc has uh, alcohol to, to um, sterilize anything, and I have my water skin still where I can help wash off the mud. I trust the doctor. Let's and do this. Do it for now while we're the pain. That way he'll be in less pain later than if we leave it here. We leave it as is, and any movement will send more and more pain through that through his body. Well, you two seem set on your uh, ways. I will continue to soldier on as I always have. No, look, you you need you need an opinion here. There are four of us. We can't have people dissenting. Everyone needs to make an actual opinion. There is no, I abstain here. I have already stated my opinion. We have to do it here. Uh, Cody, you know that you're probably an hour into this forest, and it's a five-hour walk back to town after you get out of the forest? That's six hours of open wound. Yeah, yeah, I know. We also, as Joseph has uh, mentioned before, have tinderboxes and torches to cauterize the wound with. Yeah, it'll suck, but hey, that'll stop a lot of infection. You know what else stops infections? Not Death. Yep. Pluck, what is your opinion on the matter? This whole time, Pluck's just been kind of keeping an eye out and listening to all the arguing. Honestly, I I lost track of everything that was going on. I just know he's hurt, and we have a long journey ahead. So whatever's gonna... You, we either, you know, send him back somehow, or we just keep going. Like, we've got to keep going with this. I'm gonna compromise. Well, we can put his put the broken put the broken foot and ankle in a splint, keep the pain minimal, and keep it from moving. But we do tie it off so it can be amputated easier later. Cut off the blood. You okay? And how is he going to walk? You do realize that the majority of the uh, the weight of the body is put on the ankle, right? The same way he would walk without one. Terrace is beginning to get impatient. It's that y'all are in the middle of what is essentially enemy territory, and you're just kind of sitting here hollering. So, uh, I look around to see if there's... You know what, we wouldn't wouldn't have this problem if Terrace would let us send the other guy back with the young young buck here. Like, basically bringing us a bunch of level zeros here with the people who are actually battle-hard. This is to make you guys make a decision. I need to know it. My decision is amputate the fucking leg and he can get a fucking peg leg and be a dope-ass pirate later. Just for, so you all know, Terrace is of the mind that they should just amputate the leg and keep on, because he can at least, like, have some crutches and continue moving. Uh, it's pretty impossible to, like, uh, keep on with that, as it is. Uh, Terrace, uh, that's his opinion. The doc's opinion is that he's confident that he wants to try to save his friend's leg even though there's not a great chance of it working. He's a bit, like, caught up in his feels right now. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change this. If the doc says that there's a good chance... If the doc thinks that he can save his friend's leg, I'm gonna go with the doc's opinion. I know, I know this is literally changing my, like, roleplay of the last, like, ten minutes, but, like, I have inspirational magic on my side, goddammit. Now, nah, you know what? 
Terrace, you wanted our opinion. You wanted us to make the decision. Our decision is to send Clem and Klein back to town. We will continue without the two of them. No, we won't. That's not an option. We've been given your choices. No, that's not how this worked. No, no, Why no. would you ask our opinion if you were just going to ask These for These are my two? guardsmen. It's not your decision whether they get sent home or not. End of story. These are our people from town. If anyone's getting sent home by themselves, it's just Clem. Klein's not going. Clem won't make it without any You can help. keep arguing or else I'll cut his leg off myself. It's splint. Put it in splint so it doesn't move that much. Get him across and keep moving on that way and put this on until we get back to town. Doc, what do we need to do to, to, to fix it? You, you think you can fix it? Then you fix it. I'm here to help. The doc just kind of, like, asks you to do a couple things as he, like, tries to, like, sanitize the wound as best he can and wrap it up in, like, clean cloth. There's, like, three okay. separate, three separate like, sticks he, like, lashes to his leg painfully to keep it straight and not moving. As he's doing this, I, uh, cast prayer to give him a little boon. Uh, noted. Um, I'm not gonna actually roll because this is just him doing medicine. He's not making any roll for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, takes a few minutes, but he pretty quickly um, nods. Um, this will have to do, I guess. Uh, it's a pretty make makeshift thing, but his leg is not moving. He can like he can like hold the crutch with one hand and swing a sword with his other hand. He can he can do something. We're gonna look to uh, Clem. Just be like, listen, Clem. If things get bad, you tell us. If things start to feel off, you tell you tell the doc. Once we get to town, the doc decides what happens. If the doc thinks that that leg has to come off, you you do it, and we will deal with the consequences later. Grits his teeth and nods. Thanks for giving me a chance. Of course, bud. All right. So, after a tense few minutes. You guys gather yourselves and continue on. It is very slow going with the mushy ground and the guy on the crutch. Uh, very slow. Like, it feels like it takes half an hour to cross the glade. But eventually, after what feels like a number of hours, you see what appears to be Barnus by himself in a tree. He doesn't seem to be, like, wounded but he is certainly unconscious, surrounded by dark, twisting vines. Like, hanging in there almost, like he was placed there. Oh, that'd be good. Barnas, no! Barnas! I wanna give my best speech about what I know about Barnas's, uh, just any kind of predicament that he has ever been in and about his life and try and get his attention. Try and get him out of whatever unconsciousness that he is. Uh, basically, trying to smelling salts him without having actual smelling salts and getting near him. Like talking to a person in a coma is the best way I can put it. I got you. Don't no, give me. I want to. I want to roleplay this out. If you're comfortable doing so. If not, no, that's we fine. Can say you do it. Do you want me to start it off then? Yeah, man. Hey, I'm gonna, uh, Traveler, uh, walks towards the front after he notices that Barnes's uh, form is wrapped up how it is. 
Hey there, bud. Uh, I see that you've gotten yourself some new friends here. This is uh, quite the quite the crowd that you've gotten here. Uh, so, Barnes, you're gonna have to uh, excuse me for not being introduced to them properly, but Brandel needs you, buddy. We miss you. Can you please come down from this uh, this little thing you got yourself into? And like, I'm literally like pushing in front of like the rest of the crowd, the rest of the group, like, trying to actually talk to the form of Barnus. And, like, if people stop me, like, I'm... I, I will do my best to not get hit by them, but, like, this is literally my best friend getting, uh... getting suspended by, like, tre- trees and shit. Barnus, come back to us, man. You... You're my best friend. You... We've been through thick and thin for the last... 14 or so years and I've been your been your, your caretaker and I miss you man I got I finally got enough money to get, us, to get us a good room so can you like get down from this dumb fucking apartment you found cause I got us a fucking townhouse can you please like come on bud we got we got a mortgage to pay my buddy you don't want to pay rent no more out here it's shit out here this is the wrong side of the tracks bud there is no movement. You can't. You, you don't have any medical knowledge. He doesn't seem to be like dead. He's 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 lightly breathing, but he doesn't appear to be sleeping. Um, but he does not move. Uh, to one of the vines with my axe and tap uh, it with the blade in. It certainly seems like he could be chopped down. We're up to you. This is your best friend. I'm gonna pull out my dagger and just turn to the rest of them and be like let's make, let's make like some woodsmen and let's get chopping you guys, you guys chop Barnes down? yeah oh. alright yeah, no need to roll or anything it takes a few minutes but you guys chop him down um, he still isn't doesn't seem to be moving you guys leave him there Carry. I, I assume you carry him back I, I'm gonna shake him a little bit try and get his attention no response Slap him a little bit. Smack him real good. No response. What if I leave half of my sandwich in his hair? Does he wake up? Half of your sandwich is already in his hair, actually. <laughs> oh no, that other half He's of my sandwich. He's been saving it special. His weak old hot dog. <laughs> no, not the weak old hot dog. Barnes, <laughs> wake up, man. Come on, man. You, you're the one who told us that we're going to save the world. Come on, bud. You got to get back up. Come on, bud. You, uh, you guys hear some rustling just past the tree line. I'm going to see what. No, no. I'm, I'm going to look at Shredder and be like, hey, bud, do you think you can carry this guy? I believe that Nosek would be more effective at carrying him. Don't you have a higher strength than him? No. No. Are you fucking kidding me? You're made of fucking metal. Yeah, that is why I do not need armor, and they're still harder to hit than he is. People have uh, rough times penetrating. As you guys are talking, that rustling gets louder. I'm, I'm gonna I'm, turn around and prepare an attack for whatever's about to come out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw, uh, not throw, but like drag Barnus over to the nosec and go, come on, bud, we gotta get going. Can, can you help me out here? Or can you carry him or something? Uh, like, I, I don't have the strength for him. Uh, as you guys are still talking, you see them now. There are dozens of those corpses walking towards you. You are actually all surrounded. 
Fuck off. Like, if you had to guesstimate, maybe 40, 50. Oh no. Ha. Now, finally, a challenge. And they slowly descend as, as Klein and, uh, and Terrace and even Clem ready weapons. And uh, yeah, you, you hear you, the doctor's kind of like clutching his head and squatting. And you see, hear him mutter something about this is where we die, this is where I end, or something like that. You know, he's very distraught. I'm, I'm gonna look at him and be like, shut up, Ernest. This isn't where I die. This isn't where you die either. Tyler, what is the, um, what is the, um, current, uh, shadowed darkness, uh, everything about the, the lighting of today? Would you say these creatures are sh- in shadows? Yeah, I'd say that. All right. In that case, in one hand, I'm going to produce a, uh, I'm going to produce a shadow dagger, and in the other hand, I'm going to produce one of my weird fucking whips. This isn't where we died today. Alright, so you guys just kind of ready for battle? You're near the uh, next to the doctor. Keep an eye on him while we fight for tomorrow. Uh, As you go to hand him off, and uh, as the the dead encroach, uh, you actually feel pressure being lifted off of your shoulder and see a hand reach up and put it like and like seem to like stand up on its own and uh and you see Arnus is actually now awake and you look to him specifically you traveler look to him and see that same expression from before when his cataracts cleared and he turns around and looks to this oncoming horde of death and kind of like it's an odd he like he like waves a hand and they all stop and then he speaks loudly but not angrily like before and less foreboding this seems like it's actually less ominous and more from the heart if that makes sense and he takes a deep breath in and says she comes with the dying of the light with the imminent and immeasurable dusk that she wrought. This chain shackle of our own creation is fleeting. By the burning equinox, the vocal hooks will sink in, unable to be pulled. The wicked matron sits on an obsidian throne, convinced of her authority. Go, young, succeed where I have failed. For this land and others, for benevolence, and for my son. And all the, all the dead bodies... Collapse, now thoroughly dead. And Barnus markedly does not pass out. He is totally conscious. What's going on here? This happened before. He has a gift for. It has been a very long time. And Barnus looks back to all of you, and he does not seem to be blind anymore. He seems to be talking lucidly. Shall we begin the trip home? Sure thing, buddy. Sure thing. I put him down. Oh, he's standing on his own. What is going on? Magic, my friend. Magic and hope. That remains to be seen. How'd you put down a 40 to 50 corpses like that? Let us walk. 
we have a bit of a story and a bit of a journey to make. Please, Barnus, if you would, enlighten me and my traveling compatriots. And you all start walking back? Yes. In some cases, using crutches, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure am glad we brought that extra one man power instead of sending him home to get the other guy home safely. Anyway. <laughs> Listen here, you bitch. <laughs> None of us knew what was going to happen. Every single other time that Tyler has had the end of the session show up, one of us almost fucking died. So, like, yeah, I will take that extra one fucking manpower without a fucking leg. Because, let's be real here, like, the end of sessions in the three sessions that we have fucking had have been fucking intense. And, like, you know we, what? We still I, have a few more minutes of content, so let's let's get back on track here. Uh, I'm going to kind of do some spark notes for your journey back uh, because I don't have the entirety of the wording done quite yet. One second. One last thing I have to say. I appreciate the fact that for once we got out of this like without really having to screw ourselves over. I appreciate that. So you guys head on back and spark notes of this. Barnes tells you about a very powerful entity that caused this darkness. Uh, Barnes had previously had a run-in with this entity during the last incursion, the last great war. Does he have a name? Uh, she has a name. Oh. Uh, yes. For the moment, because I haven't come up with an actual name, she is simply known as the Matron. She is a powerful, magical figure who seeks... It's not really clear what she seeks, but it's easy to assume that it is the end of how things are known in the known world. Barnes fought against this along with his son in the old times, and uh, his son fell, and he himself was cursed. And it has taken until this recursion, this, this new sunrise, so to speak, or sunset, if you may, for this very, very intense affliction to finally fade after 20 years. 20, 30 years. Uh, hence, it has been a long time. He mentions how he doesn't really know where or when, um, but he explains a little bit of his cryptic message from before. Um, the burning equinox is the summer solstice, and that is when this will become permanent. Humanity has until then to stop this from setting in permanently. Uh, apart from that, he's not quite sure where to go from here. But he knows the source, and he knows when it has to be stopped by. Okay, so um, with that information, I assume that uh, at a, on an out-of-character level, our downtimes are going to be much shorter. Yes. Uh, pr- at, very mo- at very least, reduced are the days of time skips. There'll, they may be one more from this section to the next, but uh, pretty... Uh, pretty it, it, it's a bit more concentrated content from here on. Right. I, I imagine that it's going to be a lot more like if there are time skips, they're weeks as opposed to months. Right. Okay. Uh, um, that's good to know. Um, holy shit. Okay. So, uh, boy, we got until the summer to fuck this shit up. Basically, we have a year from when this shit started till it ends. Yeah, you have about you have about six more months. As we're walking back, um, I kind of kind of pulls Shredham and Traveler to the side and go, I notice you two seem to suffer from a dark affliction. 
Do you want me? I can. I only have one more cast of this today. Do you want me to remove it from either one of you? He has doubled the insanity I have. Okay, I uh, cast Cure on two travel. Sure, you can move. You can reduce your insanity to one. <laughs> so you guys, it's slow, but eventually you do. You do get back. You all kind of settle back in and let Jacoby know what's going on. Now I have a very important role to make. Like literal role or? Oh, like I, I see. I see. I see you typing in the dice roll chat. Shit, it's a literal roll. Oh boy. By the time you guys get back to town, Clum's uh, leg is racked with infection. Man, that's a fast spreading infection. It's dark times. Uh, I can uh, I can remove the infection tomorrow after a long rest. With the time it took you, it, like it took you six hours to get there with normal people. Um, to get back, it probably took you like through the night. It's a very slow-going process, uh, and that's going to um, have lasting effects on his health. Can I? Actually, um, Tyler, can I give Song of Inspiration to Clem's health check? You may give him one bone. I mean, that's all the Song of Inspiration does, so yes. Would I be able to add Sure. You may roll the d6. Say what? Can I add my prayer onto that? No. Damn. There's one D6. I'll take that into account. I'll get back to you next session. Okay. That was, uh, uh, for, for people listening in, Tyler rolled a six on a D20 and I rolled a six on a D6. So who knows what's going to happen? Who knows uh, what's going to happen? In fact, I'll even, I'll even give you guys this. Uh, when you get back, first of all, is anyone present? Uh, you all are very tired. But what you, like the doctor stays up and tries to do some work on Clem's leg. Is anyone there for that, or does he do all kind of uh, stuff? Yeah, I would have stayed. Anyways, I would have stayed. I would have honestly stayed. Uh, the doc is kind of the doc and Clem are kind of my. Uh, I don't want to say pet projects because that seems fucking weird. But also, I'm a construct, so like they're but they're my pet projects. So traveler, yes. Traveler, yes, anyone and else? I think Shredem, yes. Yes, yeah. as well, because I can at least uh, do minor healing twice. Uh, your okay. healing isn't going to be effective here, man. Sorry to be biting with you. That's not going to. That's that's not. This is past that. Um, and also, I, I'm going to say that not everyone is allowed into this operating theater, which is essentially what this is going to be. Okay. Well, I'll go for a long rest then. Okay. So that way that's I can fine. at least help remove the infection uh, next time. You will have to wait 24 hours from when you last long rested, so that may be a few more minutes. Okay. Actually, no, you should be past 24 now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so, Shredem and Traveler? Yeah. Basically, he, he works trying to, like, preserve uh, any semblance of functionality for this leg. It's never going to be as it was. And it's not even clear yet or not whether or not he'll be okay. But he's done all he can. And he kind of, like, Breathes a deep sigh, kind of just stands there for much longer than a standard moment. Seems to be thinking, caught in some sort of emotion or feeling. You did all you could, Ernest, and he will always appreciate that. And worse comes worse. Actually, Tyler, let me ask you a question. It, 
Does Clems have a ha- have a wife and kid kind of thing? Or is he uh, like his family a- have all died? Oh well, that's that's super yeah, cool. His, uh, his uh he he didn't have any he didn't have any children, but his wife passed away from a sickness before the plague started. It's been a while. Oh, oh like, okay, uh, okay. It's been like like probably a decade. Okay, okay, so it wasn't that, that they... No, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that, like, oh, yeah, man, they died yesterday. No, he, he had a... He had a <laughs> he's a widow. It, was, it wasn't that, that they... The people we killed in the swamp. Yeah, yeah, no, I no, was, no, was, no. was going to no, 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 ask, no. like, they, they weren't the people that we murdered during the, uh... No, 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 no. Okay, no such okay. luck. No such luck. I've, I've, I think I've done enough. Well, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, so I'll just be like, you know... Ernest, worse comes worse. From my understanding of uh, recent literature, ladies do enjoy a man who has seen battle. What shows more battle than missing an entire limb? Also, I've heard the peg legs give a lot of uh, stability for thrusting. So, and then he and then Traveler just gives a thumbs up. He kind of just looks at you like appalled. I am. But doesn't tr- say anything. I am trying to give like the lightest notes possible in the darkest time. Uh, Cody, do you say anything? Though you may be filled with regret, remember you do have purpose. And then Shredham's gonna walk out. Alright, guys. I need something for story reasons. I need you both throw me a d20, please. No, oh, no additions. God. No additions. No boons. No banes. That's a good one for me for once. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, I, I feel I feel like that we should we should probably uh since since Tyler did actually ask for this, um, Cody got a two, and I got a seventeen. Oh, Cody, Cody, hi, low. Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. Okay. Welcome, to big summer blowout. He kind of just nods and uh, opens the door for y'all. I think I'm going to get some sleep. Not a bad call, bud. Is he going to get that forever nap? No. He kind of rushes you guys outside and uh, closes his shop for the night. Do you guys go to bed, I assume, or whatever you do? Yeah, I go to bed. I use my already guys. I use my magician bullshit to give me more inspiration and inspire him more, so he doesn't commit suicide. <laughs> all right, guys, that is the session. Thank you all for being here. Hope you had a fun time being tortured. No, you have to answer my question. Does he do the thing? He doesn't. Please don't tell me the doctor killed himself. If both you guys didn't pass the high low, he was gonna fucking hang himself. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, but now I'm... he's not. But Hooray. but now he's not. Hooray, he, he, but he also, I was, I was, he was, he was totally. I almost was like, oh, because originally it was like both you guys had to pass that D twenty roll because you didn't do a great job at making them feel like not shit. But Cody okay. actually, I thought Cody was going to be way meaner, and he was actually okay. So I gave him a second chance. Okay. everyone, I'm back again with all the fun logistics for this last episode. We would like to give a big thanks to the musical talents of Kevin McLeod, 
as well as Raphael Crux for our opening, Asking Questions, and Alexander Nakarada for this ending song, Behind the Sword. All three contributed to the music heard throughout the campaign. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to look them up and give us a like, a follow, or a good review. It really does go a long way with helping us get out to new listeners, and we really do appreciate the feedback. Speaking of feedback, if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at aparadiseloss, or send any questions into aparadiseloss at gmail.com. So that's it, everyone. The final recorded content for our first campaign of Shadow the Demon Lord. Well, that is, unless you include next week's episode, where all the players and our storyteller get together to discuss the game. If you've enjoyed what we did, then listen in and find out some behind-the-scenes information, such as, you know, a few of our favorite moments, what inspired the game and different NPCs, what else the podcast has planned moving forward, and just who exactly was the final boss for this campaign. And, as a final parting gift, here's your final boo for making it this far. Stay safe out there, listeners.